I had a chance to sit down with Stacy Button and talk to her a little bit about developing local economies. Stacy Button is the president of the Boone County and Columbia, Missouri Regional Economic Development, Inc., among other hats that she wears. So I asked her to tell me a little bit more about what's going on in uh, the development of our local economy and some of the things that Ready does to help us build our economy. So take it away, Stacy. Appreciate this opportunity uh, to talk today. Um, we're rather busy at Ready. Um, we work on business development, and we have three different programs um, associated with business development. And as you mentioned, um, my other hat um, is economic development director for the City of Columbia, and the Columbia Regional Airport falls under uh, that hat, if you will, in my purview. So um, there's a lot happening <laughs> in yes. our community and, and across the region right now. Um, there's, to your question, um, three programs that we work on specifically at Ready, um, all related to business development. Um, and we kind of work on both ends of the spectrum. Uh, we work with major employers and the various industry sectors like technology, manufacturing, um, healthcare. Mm -hmm. Uh, office headquarters, regional offices, and the like. And so we work to attract companies to relocate or expand here in Columbia. Um, we also work with our existing major employers, again, same sectors uh, primarily, but uh, we work to help our local employers expand. And that expansion can come in a couple of different forms. Um, one is the physical footprint. Sometimes they want to expand their plant or their product lines. Um, other times they're looking to expand their workforce. And so we assist with um, addressing skill gaps, working with our educational partners uh, to help uh, the employees of our major companies um, acquire new skills um, or improve their skills. Um, and then the third program that Ready works on is entrepreneurship, as you mentioned. So. Like I said, both ends of the spectrum, major employers, but also individual entrepreneurs to help their companies start up and um, scale and be successful. Well, it's, a, it's a very interesting environment to work in, I would think, because Columbia is such a dynamic little city. And mm. uh, I think from when they first put the shovel in the ground here, things <laughs> started moving and started building, and it really hasn't stopped. I mean, it's plateaued maybe a few times, mm. but... Some of the businesses that have developed here that have uh, have really made a, a big impact, uh, even as far back as uh, Data Storm and Carfax mm -hmm. and Veterans United, yes. just to name some of the bigger ones. Yeah. And then uh, the MFA, the Missouri Farm mm -hmm. Association, I guess they originally started mm -hmm. at, that's now Shelter Insurance yes. and MFA and big old tires. It's such a dynamic environment. It's got to be mm -hmm. very interesting to, to work here and see things happening. It is. Um, and I moved here four years ago. I came from Arizona, um, but I have family all across the state and um, right around the Columbia Boone County region specifically. So I was familiar with it, um, obviously growing up and, and having family and farms here. 
But actually working in it, you know, these last four years um, certainly has been very eye-opening. Um, as you mentioned, it's a very dynamic community. It's a very diverse community. Um, and, um, you know, from a business development perspective, um, quite a bit of opportunity. And our pipeline, you know, really remains very robust. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, there's um, a lot of innovation and ideas and um, companies that are coming out of the university from students and faculty. Um, but we also, I think, based upon our geographic as well as transportation um, locale, we've got a lot of opportunities across the U.S. Um, and the world to attract new companies here. So um, obviously being the center of the state, if you will, and almost the center of the country, <laughs> logistically it makes a lot of sense for companies to locate here and or expand um, their businesses here because we have access uh, to interstate Um, We have the airport um, from that perspective, and then we have rail. Um, So all, you know, major transportation hubs kind of intersect here in Columbia and Boone County. So it continues to be, as I said, a very robust pipeline for business opportunities. Yeah, it's been interesting for me to watch things develop. I've I've lived here, I don't know, maybe 27 years Mm -hmm. or something like that, and I base my little empire here, you know, with... (laughs) tiny little empire of mine, <laughs> but uh, I certainly spend a lot of time at the Columbia Regional Airport, yeah. uh, and that's that's become uh, really uh, a huge advantage for me. I can get to wherever I need to get to in the country pretty quick, yeah. and it makes it possible to come home and step off the airplane and look at cornfields and go, <laughs> ah, it smells good to be home. Yep. <laughs> so it's a, it's, that makes it a very interesting dynamic too. Yeah. So. Thank you. I appreciate you saying this and appreciate you flying COU. Um, that's certainly, in te- you know, the intent. We have about 716,000 uh, passengers um, in our catchment area. So our airport, you know, is, is well suited to accommodate the needs um, of not only, um, you know, the general public that's flying for vacation or family reasons, but also for the business community. Um, and a couple of the companies, you know, that um, we've worked with most recently um, that have located here or expanded here also cite, um, you know, having an airport and that access uh not only um, across the U.S. with direct destinations, but across, you know, the globe. And uh, so it's, you know, a lot of fun uh, to work in aviation. It's something that I did back in Arizona, so it was nice to have that added, uh, you know, to my department at the city and be able to continue to work in that environment. So there's... It's pretty fascinating. Yeah, but there's it, a lot happening. That, yeah. that airport's 50 years old, actually, in November of last year. And um, so we are working to build a new terminal to better yes. accommodate our, our passengers and, and transportation needs. So that's a, a big project that we have going on right now. Well, I know the thing that always makes me chuckle coming into Columbia is when the uh, 
when you have a flight attendant who hasn't been to Columbia before yeah. and they explain, well, we'll be departing by jet bridge yeah. and all the regulars kind of snicker a little. Yeah. No, we're no. going to walk out onto the concrete, but yeah. it's good. It's but The it's new low. terminal will have jet bridges, actually, so that'll be a nice, nice upgrade right. for a passenger. So <laughs> not currently, but soon, soon in the future. And then we'll be nostalgic for the good old it days when probably. you got yep. rain in your face walking into the terminal, but that's okay. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> that tends to But it also has to be kind of challenging for you because there's there's sort of a right fit for Columbia and a wrong fit for Columbia Mm because, you know, if what you bring in is not the right kind of job or Mm -hmm. isn't looking for the right kind of place. So that that's I suppose in some ways makes it easier because you can disqualify a lot of companies (laughs) right away and say, well, that's not for us. But it also has to be a little tricky. It it also has to kind of whittle down the prospects Mm -hmm. a bit. It does, yeah. That's certainly an interesting part of of my job and that of the Ready staff. Um, We do look um, at a number of leads, you know, each and every day and determine what might be the best fit. Um, You know, for us, what I think is important to Columbia and Boone County is, um, you know, ensuring that the jobs that we're bringing in – are quality jobs so that they're, you know, they pay above the Boone County average wage, which is about 38000 a year. Um, and we also want them to be fully benefited. That's critically important to our workforce. Um, certainly nothing wrong with part-time jobs. They help fill a void, um, you know, a lot of times for seniors or students who want a little extra income. Um, but you know, here at Ready, we are looking again at those full-time benefit-eligible jobs that are paying above the Boone County average wage, to ensure that our workforce, you know, doesn't have to work, you know, two or three part-time jobs. Um, rather, they can work, you know, that that one full-time job with benefits and perks, um, you know, that come with different companies um, and offerings. So. It's really important that we're focused on that at Ready. Um, we don't work in retail. I think that's an important note. Um, we leave that to private sector, private development um, to work with retailers. But um, we do work with the major industries, as I said before, and and help them not only create new jobs but sustain the quality jobs mm-hmm. you know that they have available. Um, I think the other area that we look at, you know, for our workforce is ensuring that we understand our populations and um, levels of educational attainment. Um, We certainly have higher education here, and so a lot of the jobs do require, you know, secondary, post-secondary attainment and degrees. Uh, But we also look at um, bringing in jobs that uh, simply require a high school diploma. So that the students, you know, that don't necessarily desire to go on to higher education, that they're still career ready. And Mm -hmm. so they can, um, you know, with a high school diploma, walk into a great paying job, you know, entry level that's fully benefit eligible and, you know, allows them to provide for their their family, you know, at the same time. So, um, you know, it's it's certainly an interesting dynamic right now because we have such low unemployment. Um, right. We're sitting anywhere at 1.6, 1.8% unemployment, which is all of 15, 1,600 people um, in Boone County that are mm-hmm. looking for a job. Um, and we certainly pull from other communities, uh, you know, for uh, candidates and, and um, 
a labor pool. Uh, so, you know, it's, um, it keeps us busy, I guess, making sure that we have the right balance and, you know, we're really, you know, striving to improve our economy and continue, you know, the growth of our, our economy in a really meaningful way. Wow, that's very interesting work. And, and I have a great deal of admiration <laughs> for what you guys do as someone who is part of the co-working group mm -hmm. on the entrepreneur side. I yeah. see a lot of what's goes on just kind of coming and going and it's an impressive operation and and uh it's it's a been a great service to the community thank and you. and thank you so much for taking yeah. a little time to absolutely. tell me more about it it's yes, really absolutely. wonderful so thank you <laughs> so absolutely we're happy to do that um you know the ready staff we're small but mighty um there are five of us on staff here but we're happy to help businesses of all size um, you know, from that single entrepreneur on up to major employers. So, what's the best way do. for someone to get in touch with you? Just go to the Ready website. You can, yeah, okay. most definitely. You can contact us through the website via email. Um, you can stop in. Um, we certainly welcome folks to come by our offices and uh, you know check us out. Whatever we can do to help. Wonderful. So, thanks for your thanks time. For I appreciate it. What do you do for sales training and team building exercises? What do you do for customer service training and team building exercises? I know you're trying all kinds of things and there's some good stuff out there. But I swear, if anyone ever asks me to do another trust fall, my brain's gonna explode. So let's come up with something different. I've been trying to find something different for a while. And I thought, well, why not? Let's come up with a sales training game or a customer service training game, something fun that everyone can get into and that they can laugh about and challenge each other and poke each other a little bit and feel some of the emotional ups and downs that you get when you're in customer service and sales. So I went to a game jam uh, headed up by the local regional economic development group here in Columbia and Boone County, Missouri. And I met a group of game developers and we had so much fun that we ended up creating a game called Starship Junkyard, which is a great and hilarious way to do team building for your businesses, for your sales teams, for your customer service teams. And it's turned out to be just a great family and friends game too. Something you can sit down and play for half an hour, an hour, or a great pub game. It's hilarious. It's called Starship Junkyard, and you can find it on Facebook at uh, the Starship Junkyard, the card game. You can buy it on thegamecrafter.com. Go to thegamecrafter.com and look up Starship Junkyard and buy a copy and play it. It's hilarious. So try that for your next team building exercise. Try that for your next sales training meeting. Sit down and play Starship Junkyard and you will be happy you did. Go check it out on Facebook, Twitter. Go buy the game at thegamecrafter.com. The Starship Junkyard, the card game. Thank you. What do you do for sales training? when sales training is so frustrating and seems so counterproductive sometimes. 
right? Because the people getting trained are sometimes resistant or sometimes they've been through so many training courses where they just tune out everything you say and you sound like the teacher in Charlie Brown. Sometimes the people doing the training are so frustrated because they come up with some really good material and go out in the field and prove some really good phraseology and techniques and approaches and then when they try to train it sometimes it doesn't work in reality the way it it worked for them or it doesn't work for the particular people doing it or the folks who get the training just don't feel like putting in the time to perfect it it's really frustrating for the trainers it's also really frustrating for the higher-ups, for the big bosses, because they invest in training and they invest in training materials. And sometimes the numbers don't move, and so they wonder, well, why are we doing this? What's the point? So I've come up with a couple different approaches for sales training that maybe are helpful. One idea is to make it a self-driven process where the salesperson is on their own sales journey, their quest for sales proficiency, their quest to be their own sales hero. So if you want to check that out, go to solvingsales.com. That's all about my self-driven sales journeys program. And you can subscribe to that for, I think right now it's $5 a month. I'm making it super easy so people can get in there and start creating their own journey to sales mastery. SolvingSales.com SolvingSales.com Thank you.